Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Oh man, it is time for another Successfully Unemployed show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I am here to help you learn how to quit your job, become financially independent, and never work a J-O-B, that job again. Let's jump into today's show, where we're going to be interviewing people who are fantastic at finding things and selling them for a profit, even buying things and selling them for even more with flea market flippers Rob and Melissa Stephenson. All right, guys, let's get into today's show. Rob and Melissa, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us, man. We're super stoked to be here. So I'm going to jump right into it. How do you guys make money and be successfully unemployed? Yeah, we, we, uh, we own and operate Flea Market Flipper, but we buy stuff, we find stuff out of the trash, we buy stuff from local thrift stores, yard sales, flea market. We turn around, we take pictures of it. If we need to do a little fixing up, we do that. We sell them usually in local markets and on eBay. Um, and that's how we provide for a family of five. That's how we make it full-time living right now. My goodness. Yeah, so in thinking about that, it seems like it's going to be a lot of work, but at the same time, you're you're getting things. Either you're finding it or you're, you're being able to flip things, but you're really just independent. Like you don't have to worry about anybody else. So when you're doing that, is it, um, a, is it a ton of work? Is it not a lot of work? How does that play out? Yeah, it all depends. Uh, sometimes we find items that don't need any work at all. Um, we turn around and resell it, but we are independent. So whatever we decide to do, you know, you'll see our three-year-old. He's, he's oh, running around the back back here. But yeah, it, what, whatever we find, um, depending on what it needs, if it needs anything at all, we, uh, we grab it. We, uh, just this morning, we were actually coming back from a run and Melissa actually found, she saw on the side of a dumpster on one of our normal walks, um, what was it, five teak chairs? Yeah. Five teak chairs somebody threw out. Um, because uh, they look like they were worn. Some people who don't know what teak is, um, it looks like it's worn, uh, but it just needs to be cleaned and oiled. Um, and we'll probably make over a thousand dollars on the, those five cheap chairs that were just in the dumpster. Wow. So sitting away. by the side of the dumpster. So, we ran back with the truck really quick. <laughs> we love stuff like that. So. That's awesome, man. That is super awesome. Now, it, I'm thinking that I would have to almost know the value of a lot of things, but probably in the business as you're doing it, you're going to learn a lot as you go. Is that correct? Yeah. And now with the, the a smartphone and the internet at your fingertips, it's so much easier than it used to yeah, be. Yeah, for so. sure. It's not like you actually need to have uh, like a thesaurus or a dictionary, but whatever, like a buyer's guide. It's not like you need that. Like you said, you have a phone and you're like, hey, that looks like it could be of value. Let me see if I can actually figure out how much it's worth, how much it costs. In fact, when I, so before I became successful and employed, I would do all this stuff, try to make money. I love making money. It's the business. It's like, it's almost a game to me to make money. I just love it. And so one of them was to actually find items that are for sale, like at discounted at Walmart, like our clearance items or like an auto parts store. I'm like, Hey, that's, you know, they're selling it for like 
30% of what it's worth. Let me look it up. Oh, I could sell it on eBay for like, you know, make 50 bucks. Shoot, I'll buy as many as I can and sell them. And so it's, it's a great, great business to do. Now you're able to provide for your entire family. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. And, and back to your, your original, the, the cool thing about it is back when I started this, you didn't have smartphones. You didn't have that kind of stuff. So you were taking a chance at that auto parts store, at a flea market, at a thrift store. You bought something hoping that it was worth money. Um, and then you got it back to the house and you looked it up. Nowadays, you check it out right there. You see what it retails for, see what it's selling for, all that kind of stuff. So it's really, really amazing um, what you're able to do nowadays with all the features, all the, the smartphones and all the um, the technology that we have around us, it's its pretty sweet. But yes, we do provide for a family of five this way. We absolutely love it. Uh, we're passionate about it. We, we uh, yeah, we just love doing what we do. And we jumped That's in great. time about four years ago now. Yeah. Um, and before that, it's always been a side hustle. So yep. since you were like 16, right? Yeah, 20 and years. And then I married into it. So <laughs> That's awesome. So what, one thing I love about the Successful Unemployed show is I love bringing on normal people like us, just people that are enjoyable to be around. You guys are normal people. So talk to us a little bit about how you first started and the business that, or as you're building the business, but you have jobs before that. Tell us a little bit about that and how you got into this. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it started out as like Melissa said, a side hustle. Um, when we got married, she married into it. I grew up, my parents actually did yard sales. They did stuff like that. They made a side income. It was never full-time income for my parents either, um, but it was a hobby and a side income for them. They modeled that to me. So ever since I can remember, um, we went to yard sales, we went to flea markets and stuff like that. Um, I did it as a side income when we got married. Um, anytime we wanted to go on a vacation, anytime we wanted to go on a trip or anything like that, Melissa's like, go find something to sell. You got to make the money on the side. So that's what we did for what, the first 12 or 10 years? Yeah, uh Nine years? nine years? Yeah, the first nine years of our marriage. That's what it was. It was just a side hustle. Um, and then we got kind of got thrown into it. I'll let Melissa tell you a little bit more about how we ended up going full time. Yeah, I was actually um, pregnant with our third one who was running around. <laughs> um, and he, our, we had just decided that we were going to, I was going to step back from my personal training job. So I was a personal trainer for um, our whole marriage. And then I was like, okay, it's crazy at home with three little kids, three and under. I got to stop. So I was going to stay home. And then that right up a couple weeks later, his job told him that they were cutting health benefits. And so that was the only reason he really had that job was for the benefits because we always made money extra with flipping. And so he's like, all right, do we jump full into this? Like, it, it, is that what we're going to do? Yeah. So we kind of got pushed into it, but it, it was a good that we needed that push. So it was. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. a good thing. So and we, we pulled it off. So. Yep. That's that's great. I've had um, quite a few friends that have either been laid off. In fact, my brother, uh, so he was working at a corporate job. He's working as a general manager of a restaurant. He eventually worked his way up into the corporation. He was working well in there. But the entire corporation, the parent company of his corporation, sold that company, that which was acquired this company. Anyways, long story short, the literally the morning at 10 a.m., as soon as escrow closed on the business that they were selling, the new company came in and fired everybody in the corporation. So he literally was without a job. And I was like, I, I said, this is going to be rough. And it's going to be rough to hear, but I'm excited for you. And the reason why I'm excited, this is going to force you to actually do something. And this is something similar. I had another friend. He also, um, the, the job just went away. Like it basically was gone. And I'm like, you know what? With your skills and the ability that you can do and everything you know, this is exciting. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be trying, but this is exciting because this is the path that you're going to go down. It's going to be great. So. 
Now, let's take us through that journey of now transitioning from having a job, getting out of that, now doing the flea market flipping full time. How did that transition and how do you scale that to where instead of being a side business, now growing it to be able to provide for your family? Um, that's really where we had to cut. Kind of, we obviously had to step up our game a little bit. We weren't really doing it a lot of hours. Yeah. We figured we were probably about, you know, five to 10, maybe 15 hours a week on a busy week yeah. when we were part-time. Um, so we're like, okay, well we can scale that. We have more time now we can put into it, but you, that's when you started doing freight shipping yeah. because we had to get the bigger items. Yeah. Like, Do you want numbers? Kind of like numbers where we Absolutely. were. When we were okay. Yeah, great. yeah, so, we, yeah. We, we started keeping track before this. We never kept track of it. Um, when we started More like a hobby, <laughs> yeah, it was a hobby. When we started keeping track of the part-time, how many hours were we working? Like, we're like, like five to 15 and we uh, yeah. averaged about 40, we got 42,000 a year on that on amount part-time. of hour on part-time. So we're like, okay, we have these numbers. We can work with that. We can, you know, make this full-time. We have more time to do. And that's what so. we figured. If we're working, you know, tops of 15 hours a week and we actually throw another 15 to 20 hours on top of that, if I get rid of my, my original job, we should be able to jump it up. And then, yeah, that our first year full-time, we, we hit over 130, I think yeah, it was 130,000. Yeah. yeah. So that was what we were able to do. And it was pretty cool just because of the side hustle grew into the full-time income. Wow. So $130,000 doing this, this is just mind blowing to me. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. And so we, I just quickly, my brain goes in, we don't have to go in deep in it. I'm just curious. So is there taxes? Like is this income or how do you do with taxes and all that? Um, that it is that that's our, our gross. So, of uh, sales, but, um, we buy stuff at such low cost. So our, our cost of inventory is very low. We try to 10 X our profits. So like what we put into it is pretty much 10 X is our yeah. normal. Um, but then yes, we have to pay taxes. We pay income taxes and then now sales taxes, like eBay takes care of it for us. So, yeah. and then we pay to our state. But the cool thing is it's different than a job, a job. They take care of your taxes for you. They pull the money out. When you're self-employed, you can write off so much stuff. We can write it off because it's our business, so we can write off gas. We can write off, you know, what go to the fleet market. exactly checking out thrift stuff. All <laughs> that stuff can go into effect of what you're able to write off to make more money to keep more money um, when you when you keep track of what you're putting into the business. So, which is really really amazing. That's something I absolutely love about any type of business is being able to write off those expenses. You know, if you have a regular job, like you said, you can't. It's just the, the business takes that care of all that. Now, give us maybe a step by step, like a one, two, three. Like if somebody's going to get started, how do they actually get started doing this? Yeah, definitely. Um, for us, it was a side hustle. So it was something that I had experience in. If you do not have a side hustle that's making you money right now, think of what your hobbies are, what you're passionate about. And maybe that's where you dive into it. You figure out the different aspects of what you can do that you really enjoy doing. Um, and then that's where you just put a game plan together and you can jump into that. Uh, like I said, us, it was a side hustle. We knew the money was already there. We just had to put more of our time, more of our effort into it um, to make it actually sustainable for our family of five. But somebody just getting started too in flipping, like one thing that we help our um, our members with is to get started with just stuff around their house. Yeah. Like that is a huge, like, because people are like, okay, I don't really know what to do with listing, all this stuff. Like just start with stuff you already have. Because most people have a lot of junk yeah, <laughs> around yeah. their house that they need to get rid of. So that's where we help people get started, you know, getting comfortable listing. Um, both Facebook, eBay is what we use the most. Um, but there's other apps too that we use. But um, but that's definitely the easiest way to get going. For sure. So before you even invest any money in it, you know, make sure it's something that you enjoy doing. But, um, but yeah, starting with yeah. your own stuff. And then there's so many ways to get free stuff. We already talked about Go, just today check, yeah just today and two days ago we we go for a walk to our downtown fairly often but it's only a mile like in this mile there and back we 
find stuff like regularly in the trash that people throw out and we're only going by like one strip house one street it. so yeah. it's kind of crazy you found what else did you find this week the dyson um, a dyson small vacuum cleaner and a uh a golf bag probably like 200 bucks right there for yeah. the two of those things yeah. so it and they're just sitting by the road that's it so Anyway, that is that. I mean, that's just mind blowing. I mean, that's free stuff. That's things that you're just picking up. Somebody thinks that, hey, this is not worth anything. But I love your idea of utilizing the things that you currently already have that you might think, hey, this is junk. You know, it, it, it you might think it's junk, but somebody else might pay 20 bucks for it. That's $20. You know, that's something you didn't have. And it's easy as just taking a picture. Like you said, going to Facebook or eBay and putting it on. eBay is a little more. eBay is more because you have to ship it and everything like that. But Facebook, the marketplace, people will come to your house. Craigslist as well. That's I know that's something that's not as like Facebook is getting more popular. Am I correct in saying Facebook's more popular yeah. than Craigslist? Yeah. We oh yeah, 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 yeah. But mostly Facebook to sell. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, so you are able to just take a picture of it, put it on Facebook Marketplace. People come to your house and pick it up and pay you 20 bucks. In fact, um, so I ha- I went and bought a refrigerator. Our fr- refrigerator was working just fine. The ice maker was a little giving us, being a little finicky. And my wife was saying, you know, it's, it's a few years old. Let's go ahead and get a new one. So I got a new one, got a really good, I'm really frugal. So I got a discount on top of a discount on top of a discount. So we get in the house and they said, hey, do you want us to take away your refrigerator for free? I'm like, why would I do that? Why would I give you something I could literally sell? So I sold it for 450 bucks. I was like, shoot, that just cut down the in half my the refrigerator I just I just right. bought. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's people, great. people don't want to deal with it. And that's why no. they offer to take it for you. You know, they don't want to deal with it. But that's another four hundred fifty dollars you just made. So yeah. <laughs> kind of Absolutely. And so now if we're getting into that, I love the idea of taking the things that you already have. Now, from there, scaling it up. Is it now going to stores and looking for deals? Because I knew of a lady back, uh, I don't know, about 15 years ago. She would go and during the um, uh, Christmas time or Black Friday and find as many good deals as possible, buy them, and then sell them on eBay. And she had, she said she made as much in that, I don't know, two months as is her entire job, like the entire year. So what are your thoughts about doing something like that, too? Yeah, it's definitely possible where you can find the deals. I mean, all of our money's made in the buy. So wherever you can get the best deals, um, we don't typically do the new stuff. We, we capitalize on um, used stuff in our local area that's undervalued that we get for pretty much like next to nothing. Um, and then we put it on eBay because it takes a bigger market to actually be able to sell that. Um, but she sounds sound like she's got a great um, a, a job, not a job, but you know what I mean, a great uh, business plan yeah. um, where she knows what she can buy. She has experience on uh, what sells cool that she can buy from Black Friday and uh, Cyber Monday and then turn around and sell it. So yeah, that's that's just another aspect of flipping, which is awesome. Yeah, we and we deal with all different aspects, but um, that sounds like she's got one built in that's really, really sweet. Um, and ours is just a little bit different, but yeah, it sounds and, amazing. Uh, discontinued items too, a lot of yes, people do yes. too, because uh, you'd be surprised what people will pay for a bottle of shampoo that's discontinued because they've let, used it for their whole life or whatever. Like they've used it for so long and they want it and now they can't buy it anymore. And like people are paying like, I don't know, 50, crazy 60 money. bucks, yeah. 80 bucks. Like it's crazy. Like yeah. <laughs> it depends what it is, but yeah, all, all kinds of discontinued stuff. So. That's great. And I think the longer, it seems like the longer you're in the business, um, the more knowledge you're going to get. But at the same time, like you said, with the phone, it's going to make it super, super simple. But what it really comes down to is just being perceptive and seeing, hey, can I make money on that? Or can I make money on that? Or walking by something that's like, I know in my area, uh, I think twice a year, there are 
garbage days where people just throw a bunch of stuff on the curb and leave it there. And then the city comes by the big trash hauler and move everything. But I see lots and loads and loads of people. Number one, they get the metal, like uh, big trucks. They get all the metal and they recycle that. But I see a lot of people also just picking up other things as they drive around and they, they, because they realize there's money in that stuff. So what, how often are you driving around or I know you do your walks and everything, but do you do anything else to further find more, more good things? We could. Yeah, we, we totally could, but we we don't because we have a good inventory right now. Yeah. You have no problems finding stuff. <laughs> but one of my main contacts that I yeah. buy stuff from, that's what he does every week. The trash days, we have large pickup one day a week in our area. Um, and there's a scrapper. That's what he does. He picks up metal, but he also gets any other cool stuff, good looking stuff. He takes a picture of it when he gets it out of the trash and puts it on his truck. He texts me the picture and then sells it to me. And I give him a so little bit of money for it. he just got out of the trash, but... I give him a little bit of money for it. I throw it on eBay and usually make a lot of money on that. <laughs> you, have, out of trash. you have a built-in supplier. Man, yeah. that is awesome. Good for yeah. you. You want that autoclave from him, didn't yep, you? Yep, yep. And that's another thing we talk about too, though, is, um, is contacts. Because it's really... like you can Building relationships. Yeah, building relationships is huge. And we that's something we never did. Like, we never wanted to tell people what we did. We just kind of, you know, like, we resold, whatever. But now, like, we tell... Like our friends, we tell, well, obviously now we have a whole website, but we tell everybody because you never know, like people give us stuff all the time. Yeah. So for like, what is it? The, that bed and the place that we've sold people stuff all the time and they give us money. If they're giving us, yeah. And especially since the people are already thinking, hey, this is, I'm just going to throw it away. Oh, just give it to Rob and Melissa. I'm like, right. yes, I'll take it. Right. That's it. Yep. Yeah. So it, it, it definitely pays. And then also, you know, finding contacts that people who do the same thing and like the, the guy, you've met him a couple years ago and now he's like, here, he'll buy that from me, you know? So yeah. it definitely helps. So how are you able, it seems like I can understand it, but explain the process of now sharing it with your kids and showing them the option of doing something like this. Like, what are you guys doing or what can you do to help them to understand this? Well, they go with us a lot to the flea market and thrift stores and um, like they, we can get all their toys basically from yeah. <laughs> like, you know, they don't buy them new stuff very much, but like they're, they know that this is how we make money and that this is our, our job. We got to go. Um, and they, they like it. Yeah. They enjoy it. And we're starting to now, you know, do more chores and do, you know, give them uh, uh, money for chores so that they can go and they go to the flea market and bring their um, the wallet they're bringing their money and they can spend their dollar spend whatever so um so we're trying to you know start that and see that they can see okay i can spend the money i yeah. make here um but yeah it's, it's interesting that's great now it seems like something like ebay or facebook marketplace for somebody who's not very tech savvy that might be a little bit cumbersome um is that something that would be hard to learn to actually list things for sale yeah Anything new is it takes a little bit to get the hang of it, but at, no, they're very, very user friendly now. Back in the day, yes, we had to do HTML if you wanted special stuff in your listings. You had to do a lot of different stuff um, to get your listings up, to, and you had to take a picture with a, a digital camera, upload it to a hosting site, and then put it on eBay. So back in the day, it was crazy. Now, if you have a smartphone, you can literally list on Facebook or eBay in a matter of straight, minutes yeah, um, just by using your phone. So, it, But you got to understand, anything does take. It is a, a learning curve. You have to learn how to do a little bit of it. Um, and then the more you do it, the easier it gets. I love that. That's fantastic. So now looking at 
somebody that's going to be starting, is there anything that we might have missed? Is there anything that we should know if we're going to be starting doing the, the, the flea market flipping or finding proper or, uh, items and flipping those? How would we get started? Is there anything else we might have missed? Um, the, the, yeah, the people, the way we recommend everybody doing is starting with free stuff. So, so um, not putting any money yeah. down. And then also take the money that they have made and take a portion of that to start to reinvest in that. So you're not ever putting a lot of money into it. We have one, uh, one of our, our members, she started with 50 cents. I don't even know what she bought, but she just kept re-rolling it in. And she now is at or $25,000. $25,000. And they're buying, they, her whole thing was she wanted to flip to buy an RV. Yeah. Like that was their RV money. So they have, uh, I think three young kids still yeah. at home. Um, and then and she flips part time. Yeah, she flips part time. She's a nurse. So she flips part time. It took her a year and a half. I think it was a year and a half. Yeah. A year and so a half to make $25,000. $25, and now they're looking for an RV. Yeah. So, but she only ever put 50 cents into it. Cause she just kept, you know, putting Rolling money in. back into it. Yeah. So. I love that idea. And same thing with like real estate. And you guys are real estate um, um, investors as well. And same thing with real estate. If you make money, use that money. And just like in business and real estate, use that money to build it, your business or your investments to be better to make more money. You know, if I buy one rental property, it makes me a minimum of $250 a month or more. I take that and buy another one. That makes me another 250 and just so on and so forth. Just keep growing that that business and get it bigger and bigger. So I love that. Now, we have covered a lot of ground. Now, I want to jump into the fire round. Now, the fire round, we're going to be talking. These are quick questions, but they're a little deeper. So be ready for it. You're, I think you guys are going to do great. Now, the first question is, because now you guys have a job. or not, It's not a job. You don't have a job, but you have a business, which you have to work in. But getting out of a job, we're stopping working for somebody else. We ha might have a little more time. We have a little more energy to give to something else. What are you guys doing to make the world a better place to help or to really just make things better for other people? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely with what we do and even pulling stuff out of the trash, we're keeping stuff out of landfills when we're able to see that, um, which is a better place. It's recycling stuff, making money on it. Sorry, our three-year-old's going like crazy. But yeah, we're, I, I mean, that's one aspect of our business of what we're doing. And then we also teach other people how to take control of um, their finances, being able to invest and make money, um, doing the same stuff that we do. We teach other people how to do it. So they can, if they choose, if they like what we do, they can leave their job and they can make a full-time income at it or make great supplement income to be able to pay whatever bills they have or to pay off debt. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Helping other people wherever they are, and, I, and especially finances. Finances is really, really rough for many people. I know before I learned how to be better at finances, I was horrible at them. So that's, that's great. Now, the next question is, if you were to go back for both of you and give your younger selves great advice for whatever it is, it could be flipping, it could be anything in life. What advice would you give first, Rob? What would you advice would you give your younger self from the very beginning? Um, I wanted to listen to Melissa's first, but <laughs> okay, we could go with Melissa first. Yeah, let's go with Melissa. Oh no, what would I give my younger self? Um, worry less, I think would be it because I, I tend to be like a more of a higher stress because he doesn't stress about anything. So then I like, I feel like I have to stress about it. Um, but you know, even finances or whatever it is, like I tend to be more of a worrier about whatever. So I think the last couple of years I've, I've been working on it and now like I, I don't worry as much. No, so that's great. pray about it and give it to God. And that's, <laughs> that's, it works. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good I one. I love that. <laughs> I think mine definitely would be um, start off sooner than later, um, going full time into something that I definitely feel like I'm wired to do what I do. I love it. I'll do it the rest of my life, no matter what, just because I so enjoy uh, the hunt for the deal, finding the deals, making money on them. I absolutely love that. So I'll do it. I wish I had done it 10 years earlier than I actually started doing it full time, 10, 15 years even. 
um, instead of doing it for a side hustle, doing it full time, uh, going into it, putting the hours into it and just learning from then on. Yeah, we'd be in a different place. But I, I love where we're at right now. That's great. I think starting sooner or getting yourself to start sooner than you want to, like you might think, like even just starting a podcast, you're thinking, man, we'll get to it eventually. If you just started it now and just started having a running, you'll realize, man, I should have done it a year before. Like it's always. And so I love the, the, um, the saying, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. But when's the second best time? It's right now. Like literally do it right now. So I completely agree with that. Now, with your business and life in general, give us one or two or however many tools that you currently use. It could be an app. It could be something else. Tools that we can use to help ourselves be more successful. The phone for sure with our, yeah, our apps, uh, looking stuff up. And one thing we didn't really talk about is he likes to look stuff up um, online too, like um, on Opera, Facebook Marketplace of, to buy. So like we're not just going out. He likes to sit in, the the trash, yeah. sit in his chair and scroll, see what he can find. And there's free stuff too on, on these apps. Yeah. Um, and there's good deals too. So, you know, just having offer up is one of your favorite to yeah. buy from. Um, and then eBay's our favorite to sell on. Yeah. So definitely my, my three top apps to add would be offer up uh, Facebook marketplace and eBay. Um, those are the Between ones those you could, yeah, do a lot. You, you can make some in a smartphone. So <laughs> those four things, you can make a lot of money in this business for sure. So utilizing offer up, to acquire and then Facebook marketplace and eBay to sell. And you basically are the, the middleman connecting them, right? Yeah. And we use Facebook marketplace also for buying. So we sell and buy on Facebook marketplace. Um, but I like shopping on Facebook marketplace for deals as well that I can buy locally and then I can sell them on eBay. And then Melissa kind of posts some of the stuff that's better selling local. She'll post it on Facebook marketplace and we'll sell it on there as well. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. So if anybody listening or watching this that wants to get started, is there anything else that they need to know? Like you're going to do one thing, do this. Um, be consistent because that is one thing that, I mean, all the algorithms favor it. They like it when you're active in it. Um, you know, some people will start post something on eBay and be like, yeah. well, I posted one thing and it's not selling, but you have to be consistent. And even if it's a couple little things, you yeah. just, they, it likes that activity and yeah. um, and just be anything you're consistent with is how you're going to make, yeah. you know, strides forward. So and we try to tell people they go to the flea market. A lot of our friends see us going to the flea market, finding some crazy cool stuff. They want to go and check it out. They go one weekend and there's nothing there. So it's like a bus and they're like, Oh, this isn't for me, but it's one of those things, building a couple of consistent routines. Uh, if you don't find something one week, go back the next week. If you don't find something the next week, go back the next week, building the routines on stuff that you enjoy. Um, that is the consistency is what will pay off and will make you the money. And we're not talking like hours and hours no. and hours, like, but we just build it like consistent routines yeah. and it, it doesn't have to be, you know, tons of time. He doesn't like, you don't like to work tons of time. No. Work as least as possible. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So the last question is what is one, actually, since we got both of you, uh, we'll start with you, Melissa. What is one nonfiction book that you would suggest that would help us in life and business or something like that? Um, I really loved that. The one thing, um, was it Gary Keller? Yes. Yes. yes, Last year. Um, I really like that because I tend to be all over the place. Like I like, yeah. So having focus like on one thing is really helpful. Like what is the biggest goal? What are, what are you trying to accomplish and go from there? But I really enjoyed that book. The one thing. Great. How about you, Rob? Um, I can't think of one. Uh, we listen to audiobooks when we drive. Um, I'm not a big reader. I'm dyslexic and I can't read fast. So I more listen to stuff, but uh, definitely one person who has changed 
a lot of our business and a lot of stuff that we do is JLD. Um, I love his podcast. Um, and I'm trying to think of uh, Ramit Saiti. So, yeah. Is it, we listened to his book not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, no, that was um, Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn. Sorry, <laughs> Pat Flynn. We listened to his book. So there, there's not really one that I can narrow down. I get great ideas from almost anything and everything that I listen to. Um, so yeah, those are uh, just consistently, it goes back to consistency, listening and learning from people who are doing um you know, they're trying to teach you uh, better ways to, to handle your business and do that. I, I can't, yeah, I can't probably listen to like three times, three to four times a week. Yeah. Like podcasts. I can't stuff. preach enough about investing into yourself and learning yourself. Um, just better ways to do stuff, systems and all that. I think it's a great point. Yeah. Definitely investing yourself. The more podcasts I listen to, the more I learn. In fact, the reason why I got here where I am is not just podcasts, but reading books and just just trying to get as much information and learn from every single place possible. Now, you guys are fantastic. You gave us so much great wisdom to get started in this business. How now, I, I know you guys also coach this, and that's with Flea Market Flipper. Is that correct? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Four years ago, we actually started the university, uh, Flea Market Flipper University. Um, and it's actually a, on a one stop. You go in there wherever you're at. If you're beginning, you don't know anything about flipping. Um, you go through it and you work through these different modules to get you to uh, the beginner, intermediate, and then our advanced is our yeah, expert. So doing freight stuff. Freight stuff is where it pushed us to the next level. We were able to make so much more money uh, doing the larger items because locally, a lot of people will not sell large items. They don't want to ship it. Um, so we go through a whole section of how to package, how to uh, strap down on pallets, build pallets, crates, um, how to ship it with uh, the freight companies and that kind of stuff. So that's and tons of people are able to do it too, which is so cool to it see. Is. So, and we actually thought the, the people who would be most interested in what we were doing, well, and they are like our, you know, males his age, but it's a lot of females doing these it pallets. Is. Like it's amazing. And so it's, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's but, great. Yeah. I have a, a friend of mine. It was a number of years ago. He was walking through, I think it was like a, uh, uh, just a sale from like a government um, a department. They were selling a bunch of stuff. He was walking by and he saw big boxes, like boxes that are literally huge, huge boxes. And then what they were, they were high capacity scanners, very, very big scanners. And as he was walking by them, there was like four or five. And he said, hey, to the guy, how much are those? And the guy said, well, it's already reserved. Somebody, ha you know, they, they want to buy them. And he walked past and he called his friend who does this for a living. And so getting somebody like you guys, a coach, giving him insight, he calls his friend and says, um, you know, I saw these, man. It seems like they might be pretty good. And his friend said, turn around right now and see how much he's offering and say, I will give you $100 more right now to get this. And was, the guy said, yes. And he, he got these. So they were high capacity scanners. They sell for $15,000 each. You have to ship them, obviously, which goes into what you just said. But he bought them for like, I want to say $800 each. And he was selling them for like $10,000. And he figured out how to ship and it wasn't that hard. But anyways, all that to say, if you're perceptive and you know what to do, man, it, it's going to be really, really beneficial. So you could be absolutely successfully unemployed doing something just like this. For sure. 100%. Yes. So good. So how can somebody find you if they want to get started, if they want to say, hey, Rob and Melissa are terrific. I want to learn from them or let me just see what they're doing. How would they be able to find you? Um, on our website, fleamarketflipper.com is our website. So that's a good place to find us and some of our latest videos and posts. Um, and then, and yeah, that's our, our biggest place that yep. we're at. Um, and we have Instagram and YouTube too that yep. we, and Facebook, but uh, fleamarketflipper.com is our, our best place. That's great. Now, I remember we talked about you have a free thing that you want to give everybody listening yes. to get them started. Yes. So that's at fleamarketflipper.com backslash 
unemployed. And that is our free, uh, a free guide, our beginner's guide to selling on eBay. So it's our ebook, um, yeah. It, yeah, it's an ebook. So, oh, that's great. That's going to help a lot, a lot of people. So free flea market flipper.com slash unemployed. Perfect. Yep. Well, great. Hey, Rob and Melissa, you guys are fantastic. I love talking to you guys. You guys are really, uh, I really appreciate your time. You guys are great. So thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, we loved it. Thank you. All right, guys, you take care. Thank you. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders membership. That's the membership that I founded teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. It'll be in the description, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. You can see how you can quit your job, that J-O-B, by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, Share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya.